Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. What they came back turned up. This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, isn't that the truth? It does not matter who the host is. You are listening to the Rated R Safety Show on this glorious Tuesday, December the 22nd of our glorious year of 2020. Today is day 357 of the year in only nueve días, nueve días dejado para que termine todo. Oh, sorry, only nine days left before the shit show is over with. Anyways, how are you doing this fantastic morning? Hopefully everything is off to a good and a grand start and everything is cool and moving and grooving. So let me kind of tell you some things real quick as we start off, because you know that we start doing the trends and we start talking about what is going on. I, I, yes, yours truly here, have gotten in trouble over the last few weeks because apparently the video streaming services do not like me playing the music aspect of what is going on inside of the world. So for today, you and I will discuss the top five trending music songs according to Spotify and iTunes, but we will not listen to the songs. I'm trying to get some things straightened out for us to be able to continue the segment as normal and opposed to not sharing with you what the hell is going on. I want to be honest, as I always am with you, for you to know exactly what's going on. Not that I don't mind playing some great, insightful music, but... 
There are some guidelines that we have to follow, and I am a follower of rules. <laughs> so we're going to do that this morning. Anyway, so I'm going to give you the top five songs, then we're going to drop into some news, and then we're going to come back and do our thing together, you and I. So let me give you the five top songs on each one. So here we go, taking it from the very, very top. At numero cinco, numero cinco, according to iTunes, Tom McDonald, best rapper ever. At number four, Brenda Lee, rocking around the Christmas tree. At number three, Nelly and Florida Georgia Line, little bit. At number two, Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. And at the number one song, according to iTunes Music, Lily Rose with Villain. According to Spotify, let's go into the other sequence of events. Here we go. At number five, Brenda Lee with Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. At number four, Ariana Grande, Santa, Tell Me. At number three, Wham, Last Christmas. At number two, Bad Bunny with Dakiti. And taking over the number one spot, according to Spotify Music, well, the one, the only, the irresistible. Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. Hey, I wish we could play the music, but I don't like getting in trouble with copyright people. That's kind of how that goes. So once we get that sorted out, we'll get it moving and grooving. I would tell you it'll be next week, but I would be straight up lying to you. You already know that. So let's not do that gimmick. Anyway, so hopefully you're off to a great start this morning. I don't know what exactly is going on, if this is kind of the roll down to the week, if you're even working this week. So that's the other portion to start talking about right away, of course, as we start talking about it. But enough, enough, enough. You know, we got some things that are going on that we deem that are very important. We have to talk about them all the time. And that is actually considered the news. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Talks are continuing between the UK and France on resuming disrupted freight flows. French authorities imposed a ban on travel and freight from the UK because of a new variant of COVID-19. Mass testing is one of the measures being considered to ease blockages. Queues of over a 1,000 lorries have built up in southern England, with drivers stranded attempting to make their way back to continental Europe. A number of countries have restricted travel from the UK. Home Secretary Priti Patel says measures are in place to help with the disruption, partly as a result of Brexit preparations. Governments have spent the last 12 months and more planning for the end of transition. You know, we have infrastructure in place, you know, for queues. We have seven inland sites across the country around our ports. It is a natural operational posture that we plan for events where there are problems at the ports. But this isn't just the only way in which we get our freight coming into the country. You know, we have freight coming in by air. We have many other ports around the country. 80% of our freight comes in that is not necessarily handled by humans in this way. U.S. Congress has passed a $900 billion COVID-19 economic support package after months of political arguments. It includes one-off $600 payments to most Americans. U.S. President-elect Joe Biden has been vaccinated against COVID-19. He immediately urged Americans to stay home this Christmas, something President Trump has never said. Washington correspondent Simon Marks reports. Joe Biden received his COVID-19 inoculation at a medical center in Delaware. The president-elect immediately urged other Americans to get ready to follow suit. There's nothing to worry about. I'm looking forward to the second shot. So is Jill. She's had her shot. 
earlier today. But he asked people to stay home this Christmas, warning them that travelling over the festive season will add to America's COVID-19 catastrophe. That's advice President Trump has never personally voiced, nor is it clear when he will receive the COVID-19 vaccination. India reported 19,000 cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday, the lowest daily tally since July. But some states are urging caution as the new mutation of the virus raises alarm in the UK. Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. Fearing a spike in cases, the state of Maharashtra imposed a night curfew in several major cities, including Mumbai. Businesses have to remain shut from 11pm till 6am and only essential travel is allowed. This even as India suspended flights from the UK. Authorities fear that imported cases could reverse the trend of India's dipping caseload. It's placing travellers from the UK before the flight ban kicks in under institutional quarantine and will test them for COVID-19 after seven days. India's health minister says there's no reason to panic as the country is spinning its hopes on rolling out a vaccine by early 2021. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the sequences of the news as you keep on hearing about more and more about the shot. So apparently they had the Pfizer version of the shot, according to the new president-elect, because, you know, he didn't say it, but he said we're looking forward to the second shot. As far as I'm aware, that's the only one that um has the second kind of shot gimmick, as you already know about that. The other portion that we were been talking about, you know, the Pfizer vaccine will be known as the Pfizer vaccine, regardless of what is going on. By the way, sorry about that. What up, Doc? No music. What the fuck? Sorry about Can't Can't do much to do it. No music, but foreign news. Not really foreign. It's kind of local. Uh, so let's continue going around and talking about all that kind of fun stuff and what is going on inside of the lovely world of ours. Anyway, so taking it from the very top, you know, we have to talk about it. We talk about it every Tuesday. So let's continue talking about it this Tuesday. 29 people were shot over the weekend in Chicago. Five were fatal. The Chicago Sun-Times reports that six people were injured in one incident early Saturday at a bar in the city's south side. No arrests have been made in that were involved with the shooting. One of the fatalities was a 71-year-old woman who was killed inside of her home after two gunmen opened fire outside of her residence on the south side. No arrests have been made in the incident either. The Cook County Medical Center office told the outlet that this year is the first since 2016, and it's just the second time since 1996 that there has been more than 900, 900 homicides. So there you go. There's some information for you right away as we do talk about it. And, you know, it's kind of interesting listening to some of this stuff going on because we have been talking about the homicide rate and the shooting rate and the fatality rate and the violent rate and the gun violent stuff. And believe me, as we've said it before, and I'll say it again, not post or against Second Amendment, but man, what the hell, dude? A lot of interesting stuff. 71-year-old woman got shot inside of her home to death because some people shooting outside. Craziness craziness i tell you as we speak about it of course a lot of stuff going on inside of there but 
it goes back to a lot of the stuff that we talk about and not so much of getting rid of the Second Amendment because I'm against that, but talking about the whole aspect of gun control. And yes, I am aware that people will still get guns illegally. So I don't want to sit back and be like, oh, that will never happen because there's these rules and these guidelines and blah. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there probably needs to be some better measures in place as we do talk about some of this stuff. I mean, could you imagine this? Your grandmother, your mother, your sister, your cousin. I don't know if I should say cousin after the 20% story yesterday. But anyways, talking about that, think about it. All of a sudden, out of the blue, pop, pop. Because they were home. Not that anybody should be shot, period. But think about it in that fashion. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a group of New Jersey teens jumped into action to rescue two kids whose sledding adventure ended in the icy waters. Kerman Foley, 14, was one of the five teens who helped pull out a eight-year-old, Olivia Head, and her four-year-old brother, RJ, from the chilly water after they sled crashed into a pond at Beacon Hill County Club. The parents of the two kids had been watching them from the top of the hill, and their sled hit the patch of ice, and they careened over the snowy ridge before landing partially into the frozen pond at the patch reported. Foley wasted no time and jumped into the water, which was only a few feet deep, and began pulling the children out. His friends quickly formed a human chain, and they safely brought the kids onto land. So there you go. What do you think about that? I mean, I'm pretty excited about hearing about some kids doing some, you know, some fun stuff. Uh, Of course, there's always a story behind a story. I'm not going to say there's something else going on there. But man, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting on how that actually has happened? Anyways, the volcano of Hawaii Big Island was erupted. The U.S. Geological Survey reports that the volcano located within the Hawaii Volcanoes National Park began erupting late Sunday with a 4.4 earthquake occurring about an hour after the eruption started. The National Weather Service in Honolulu issued an advisory warning of fallen ash, stating that excessive exposure to ash in an eye and rest in and respiratory is irreverent, is irritant. So there you go. The last time the Kalia erupted back in 2018, more than 700 homes were destroyed and enough lava spewed to fill 320,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. And the lava flowed over the course of four months. Now, hold on. Let's back up real quick. How in the hell do you know that you had enough for 320,000 Olympic swimming pools. How the hell was that measured? That's what I want to know. That sounds very gimmicky to me. You know, if we're going to talk about swerves and zabidas and all that kind of fun stuff, yeah, that's that weird lingo that I've told you about many, many moons ago. We have to make sure that it's legit. And I don't know. I think we just got kayfabed on that one. That's for sure. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, stocks turned into mixed results on Monday as the Dow added 37 points while the Nasdaq fell 13 points and the S&P 
500 stumbled about 14. Investors have been waiting for months for the next round of economic stimulus to be passed by Congress, although the agreement was finally reached, new, <laughs> new regarding a new strain of the virus being discovered in the United Kingdom was announced. Markets reacted with fear in offsets of positive movement generated by the stimulus package. Oil's prices tumbled about 3% on Monday on renewed worries of decreased demand due to the virus. You want to know something? We're, they're talking about this UK thing all of a sudden. And it's kind of weird because I have a friend that I speak to quite often out of New Zealand. And we've been speaking about this strain that was found about two months ago. And not that he's a futurist or a fortune teller, but how the hell did he know about this such a while back? Now, hold on. I don't want to add to any kind of conspiracies because you know how that shit happens. But man, isn't that the world of the weird right away as we talk about it? Anyways, I don't know what's going on. A lot of a lot of weird stuff aside of this time of the planet. I know that a lot of us have very high expectancies for 2021. And I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but it's kind of an easy task to do. But I hope that we do realize that the moment that 2021 hits the calendar, hopefully that it will, everything's not going to reset. It's not like it's going to be perfect. It's not like we're going to go automatically back into the old world or what 2019 looked like. And that's where I get a little bit concerned. I mean, expectancy versus humanity versus reality versus the real world. I mean, let's think about this for a second. Yes, I understand we are hoping that everything does improve, not being an asshole there. But also, at the same time, too, unless some kind of strange-ass miracle happens, I don't know how it's going to change in the overnight. And yeah, I know that at night it's the darkest point before the light hits, but geez, dude, before. I'm just saying, and I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer on the 22nd, 16 minutes after the top of the hour here on Safety FM, but dude, let's just be realistic. You have to be intertwined with reality all at the same time. Because the changing of a date is not going to reset the clock. I mean, unless you're looking at a credit report, we're talking seven years after some bad shit's been on there. That's a different story. Sometimes you have to even worry about those things. But we just have to kind of be in tune with some of it. Sorry, not trying to be Debbie Downer or Jay Downer or Downer Downer or Grounder Pounder. What the hell am I trying to say? Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the first doses of Moderna COVID vaccine were administered on Monday. The federal government is expecting to roll out nearly 8 million doses of the vaccine this week alone. Between Pfizer and Moderna, according to General Gustavo Perna, Chief Operating Officer for Operation Warp Speed. Hold on. Operation Warp Speed. The news comes after the CDC 
panel voted on Sunday to recommend the next wave of vaccines to go to the frontline workers and people over the age of 75. An estimated 51 million people. As of Monday, over 2.8 million doses of COVID vaccines had been distributed in the U.S., with over 550,000 people having received the first of two doses, according to the CDC. Now, hold on. Can somebody answer this? Can somebody answer this for me? Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm intrigued by this. So you go and you get the first one. And then I would imagine you have to see how you're going to react to it, because that's kind of normally how those plans work. And then when, how soon do you go back? For number two, not that number two, but for number two, like, when do you go back for the second shot? I mean, because, you know, if we were talking about a bar, people just do shots after shots after shots, but that's not what we're talking about. So what happens next? That's the question. How long do you have to wait? Does anybody know? And if you do know, please hit me up. I would be intrigued to hear what you have to say for sure. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue talking, talking, talking. And what is going on inside of the world of the weird in Florida, Florida, Florida. I don't know what is going on with the second shot. I need to know. I need someone to tell me. Burmese pythons may soon end up on the menu across Florida, pending a state review or whether they are safe to eat. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission already encourages the locals to humanely kill any of the massive reptiles that they come across. But now there is hope that all the meat could have a use. The FWC and the Florida Department of Health are looking into whether mercury levels in snakes are low enough for human consumption. One of the hunters of the state python elimination program told CNN that mercury-free pythons are good eaten. Good eaten. Hold on. They're good eaten. You know, they're good eaten. Hi. <laughs> Adding that she likes to throw the meat in a pressure cooker to turn it into jerky. She likes turning python into jerky. Hmm. CNN reports that a non-venomous invasive species have overrun the South Florida since 1980s. So if you're lucky enough, this lady might help your python with the jerkiness. So there you go. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, who's gonna eat? Who's going to eat pythons? Well, apparently that lady does. She likes to have it as jerky. I know some people would probably be encouraged by eating pythons. I'm just saying out there. I mean, different strokes for different smokes. The only thing is that you know you're gonna have to count on somebody being willing to actually go pick the the damn things, and then you're gonna have to have the belief that they actually did pick a python. Hate for somebody to screw that up and get a rattlesnake inside of there. That's going to be fun. Anyways, let's continue talking. Hot Wheels has delayed the release of its remote-controlled Tesla Cybertruck because of manufacturing problems. Now, is that manufacturing problems from Tesla, or is that manufacturing problems from Hot Wheels? Anyways, Mattel had planned to start shipping the pint-sized pickup trucks, but has been forced to push back the shipping date to May after production 
snafu, the Mattel spokesperson told The Post. The delay of the iconic Tesla, the electronic car maker, struggled to meet initial target dates on multiple occasions. So there you go. That's, I mean, and let me not pick on Tesla, but I do want to mention this. I love a good chunk of Tesla products, so let's not lie here. But also, they have not been very good in regards of hitting dates on when they're saying that shit's going to be released. It is what it is, but let's be realistic as well. I'd rather there be a delay than them actually push it forward and there be an issue with the stuff. That's for sure. So a lot of stuff to think about. You know, we are coming to you from a green, a green, what is it? Solar powered only studio here. That's all we're powered by. Only solar. And yeah, we have one of those damn backup things made by Tesla. But yes, we are the only solar powered ra- safety radio station. We are the number one safety radio station in the world because we are also the only one. We're probably also the last one and the only one. Now, I'm pro- no, no, no. We're not the last one. I'm sure there's somebody already out there trying to to mimic because that's what happens. It's okay. Those things happen. Anyways, a grandfather from from California is thanking the frontline workers who cared for her during her battle with COVID with homemade tamales. Margarita Montañez. Margarita Montañez was treated for the coronavirus back in April at Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. She was in the hospital for 20 days, many of which she spent on a ventilator in ICU. During this her stay, Montañez promised her doctors and nurses that if she survived, she would bring them handmade tamales for Christmas. She made good on her promise last week and delivered, are you ready for this? 800, 800 tamales. So there you go a shitload of tamales man i like tamales as much as the next person i have to tell you i am totally obsessed with mexican food and the more authentic oh yes i have to say that word authentic that it is the more i like it and that's the way that it goes here let's talk a little bit more about what's going on inside of the world of the news and as we continue to talk about it covid is all over the place we know it and we talk a lot about it here in the news, so let's go with it. A third COVID vac hold on, a third COVID vaccine could be available as early as next month, according to the federal health officials. Admiral Brett Chigari, a member of the White House COVID-19 Task Force, stated that the next vaccine that is coming up, which would be a Johnson and Johnson, Johnson and Johnson, is expected to be authorized for or authorization submitted back in January. Brett, that even without a third vaccine, the country is on track to distribute over 20 million vaccine doses by at least the first week of January, with another 30 million doses by the end of January, and another 50 million, hold on, another 50 million by the end of February. He said that in hopes this vaccine will be available to anyone in the U.S. who wants it by June. At anyone, anytime, anywhere. Oh, that's fear factor. Hold on. So hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. You. No, 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 no. You right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You. When do you think you're going to take it? Do you think you'll have it before June? Do you think you'll have it before March? Are you a first quarter or second quarter kind of person? Or do you think you'll be third quarter? 
I'm just asking because I'm trying to figure it out. And I mean, I keep on going back to the same, same damn thing. I think we're going to be brand specific. I think we're going to have some people that are going to shoot out there and be like, well, I want this brand. I want the Moderna. No, 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 no. Give me the Pfizer. And, you know, I don't know if you're really going to want anything Johnson & Johnson after the talk powder incident. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, all of the minks killed in Denmark over fears of the animals could spread a mutated version of COVID-19 are coming back to haunt those behind the decision. A month ago, Prime Minister... From there, ordered the the country's 15 million plus population of minks needed to be killed after scientists discovered the creatures could catch COVID and have it mutated within its own bodies and then transmitted back to people. Millions of minks, which were buried in the mass trenches of the farms they once lived at, are now rising from the grave as gases released into the dead bodies are forcing them to become above ground. Also, new concerns have been raised that burying so many minks at once has compromised the drinking water supply in, in the parts of the country. Okay, worth noting, the the Danish parliament stated that they think that the best to dig them up, the dead mink, and properly burn them. It won't happen for about another five months when it is deemed safe to do so. You can't make the shit up, people. 15 million. 15 million. So now we're talking potential water issue now then becomes a gas emission issue and the things apparently they weren't buried deep enough (sighs) you know environmental safety and health professionals could have probably helped out with this case just throwing that out there as an idea maybe you know knock knock on heaven's door next time before you actually kind of move forward on some of those decisions but holy monkeys man What a craziness, 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 craziness thing it is to talk about. But there you go. What do I do? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's go into the sequence of events and talk about some of the different things that are going on inside of the world. And of course, this was a newsbreaker from last week, but hey... You know, we're, we you know, we talk about stuff and it happens. So let's talk about it. Did you hear about this one? Yes. I know flying is dangerous. I know that they say, please restrict your flying. If you can do so, please don't go out and about and all that kind of fun stuff, unless it is a necessity. But here you go. A United passenger fell ill on a flight from Orlando and died. Yes, I did say died of COVID-19 symptoms on the air. According to airline officials, when United Airlines flight from Orlando to Los Angeles diverted to New Orleans. Just think about how short that flight was on Monday of last week, not yesterday, uh, night medical emergency, a passenger on the flight live tweeted the drama and claimed that the passenger died of COVID-19 after overhearing comments from his wife. 
The flight continued on to Los Angeles, Los Angeles on the same plane. United's officials at the time said that they that only that the flight 591 was diverted for medical emergencies and that the passenger was taken to the hospital and local news reports mentioned cardiac arrest. On Friday, United officials confirmed the passenger who had said that that died at the hospital had COVID-19 symptoms but did not confirm that he was COVID-19 positive or that what his that that was the case of death. The airline in the statement said that they had contacted by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention about the incident, which suggests a positive COVID-19 case. CDC's officials have not responded to the request about the case. Here we go. At the time of the diversion, we were informed he had suffered cardiac arrest, so passengers were given the option to take a later flight or to continue with their travel plans. The statement provided by the United Spokesperson now the CDC has contacted us directly. There you go, directly. And we are sh- are sharing the requested information with the agency so they can work with local health officials to conduct outreach to any customer the CDC believes may have been uh, possibly exposed to the infection. The health and safety of our employees and customers is the highest priority, is which is why various police policies, police, listen to me, and procedures are in place as mass mandates and requiring customers to complete a ready-to-fly checklist before the flight acknowledges that they have been di- before they have not been diagnosed with COVID-19 in the last 14 days and do not have any related symptoms. Airlines health questionnaires are the honor system. Passengers are not required to show proof that they don't have COVID-19 virus symptoms before the flight. So there you go. A lot of crazy stuff there. Now, the other portion that's not spoken about here is that there's other news reporting that people were not aware. So there was a lot of people around this particular passenger and one even went as far as providing mouth to mouth resuscitation. Because what was going on, not knowing. So there you go. Some interesting Iggy's on that one. Some interesting stuff going on inside of that world. So what do you think there? What do you think about that? Do you think that the honor system is the correct path on how we should do this? I mean, and I'm just asking. Because you know how it is. It's you and I here. So we have to talk about it. We have to be realistic, too. Do you think that the honor system is the valid portion of how we should do this? Or do you think that we should go about and it needs to be a little bit stricter? And believe me, I'm all for privacy and I'm all for all the, you know, the normal regs. But holy shit, dude. I mean, I will not get on a plane. I refuse to do so at the moment. I have a wife and a couple kids that I care for too much to be willing to take the risk. That's for sure. But it's just kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. Now, this is not going to help anything, but this was actually sent in by my good old friend, Jim, who's constantly normally inside of the box. He sent this in yesterday. Like to share it here on the air. The U.S. Department of Labor OSHA announces $3,646,228 in coronavirus violations. If that's not going to add to the equation. Washington, D.C., since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, December 10th, 2020, 
through December 10th, 2020, the U.S. Department of Labor Occupancy, Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, has issued citations from 273 inspections for violations relating to coronavirus, resulting in proposed penalties totaling $3,646,228. Implements a written respiratory protection program provide medical evaluation respiratory fit test and training for proper use of respiratory and personal protective equipment ppe reports an injury and illness fatality record an injury illness osha recording forms and comply with general duty clauses of occupational safety and health act of 1970 OSHA has already announced that they are the citations relating to 62 establishments, which can be found at at dol.gov forward slash newsroom. That's dol.gov forward slash newsroom. In addition to those establishments, the 23 establishments below have received coronavirus related citations totaling $309,023 from OSHA relating to one or more of the above violations of October the 1st through October the 8th. OSHA provides more information about the individual citations under the establishment search website, which updates periodically so there you go a lot of craziness can you imagine this can you imagine this think about how alarming this is these are the places that are being that are that they are paying to protect us and treat the disease of having these issues this is according to what jim had to say the issue is obviously not the front line workers nurses doctors etc it is the administrator say Safety people, et cetera, they've dropped the ball. Basically, the whole system, somewhere around 100 in New Jersey and New Jersey and and scores in New York. So there you go. There you go. There's a whole list available. If you go to OSHA.gov forward slash news release, you can look at the whole thing. But think about it. 3646228 dollars and violations related to COVID. Can you think about that for a moment? Like, let's let's realistically think about this. Now, we know that the majority of the people that are hanging out this morning, or at any point, are safety pros. So think about that. Think about that number that I'm giving you, which is number one, astonishing that I'm giving to you. And number two, we're talking about violations. And, you know, let's talk about how we how we can swerve some of those things normally inside of an organization. Hey, I'm not trying to be a punk. I'm just saying. But think about it. How is this going to work? How do you how comfortable do you feel if you still have to go into an office? And keep in mind, sorry, OSHA, I love you. But this is bare minimum standards, normally what OSHA requirements are. And we're talking bare minimums. This is the line aren't we better shouldn't we be doing above the line i mean you know and i know that osha standards are bare minimum in some of the shit that we've seen inside of there sorry once again it's osha uh you know that it's not the greatest stuff you go well you know that's the bare minimum let's do a little bit better there are some companies that say nah screw it we're just gonna do bare minimum that's not the part of the company that I want to be, impo- be involved with. 
But I want you to think about this for a moment. Think about the craziness that is going on if we're already seeing that amount. And now we can go back for a moment and go, we already know that this is going to be limited inspectors because there's norm- there's normally a limited amount of inspectors. But think about the violations that are probably sitting around and about. Craziness, I tell you. Craziness when you think about it all in kind of the bigger picture. Let's open to the bigger world of scope of what exactly is going on out there. Now, don't get me wrong. I love you, and I get concerned about what the hell's going on out there. And at the end of the day, what I'm always looking forward to is, number one, being a smartass. Yeah, that's true. And number two, making sure that your home's safe. And when I see things like that and hear things like that, I get very concerned. So, and yeah, you know, some people have turned this into a political a political thing in regards of talking about COVID and all that kind of fun stuff. You have to kind of do some of your own research. And I'm not talking just going on to a website. But you have to see what is going on out there. And you have to make the determination what is going to be best for you. Because here's the fun part that I've seen, too. I've seen a lot of people go out there and go, ah, it's a lot of bullshit. It's not real. Then some family member of theirs all of a sudden gets it. Then all of a sudden it becomes real. Don't let that happen. Do your own research. But do true research. Don't do a Google search or a DuckDuckGo or whatever the hell's next. Don't go to social media. Don't go to Facebook. Don't go to Parler. Don't go to Twitter. That's not research. And make sure that if you do go through some of these medical ones, that you verify that it's not a drug manufacturer that's paying the medical provider that's saying, oh, this is this, 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 and this. Because that happens. You have to do tree research by looking at the source material. Models change. I understand that. But man, is this some weird times. It really is. You know, normally what happens is some sarcastic remark right here, but I just don't think that's right. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Register today for the virtual 2021 Hop Summit on January the 12th through the 14th, 2021. It will feature experts, thought leaders, and safety and health professionals with significant experience deploying Hop. All focus on the theme from principles to practice. Go to hop.orchse.com. That's hop.orchse.com to register and explore the greater than 40 hours of content in nine different tracks that consist of hop deployment and case studies, hop integration and tools, HRO, resilience engineering, labor management perspective, leadership engagement, organizational learning, hop journey all, 
Hop Journey early, Hop Journey mature. Hashtag HOP Summit 2021 is presented by ORCHSE, an NSC workplace safety group in cooperation with numerous sponsors and organizations. For more information, please visit hop.orchse.com and watch for more information on social media and don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Listening to Came Back Turned Up by Jake and Jake here on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, I don't know if you know this or not, but we are constantly doing some different stuff here at the station. So you can always come out and hang out with us. That be it on safetyfm.com or via the different apps that are available. You can also come out and hang out with us on Safety FM Plus if you have not had the opportunity to do so. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I'm going to do something special for Safety FM Plus. So be on the show tomorrow in the morning. We'll have that set up for you. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll talk about it. So there you go. That was Came Back Turned Up. I like that song. I was like really rocking that thing out yesterday. Um, a lot of people I got to torture with that thing. But anyways, let's get you back into some news and talking about what is going on here on the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yes. Let's talk about what is going on here. So let's talk about what is going on inside of the world of Netflix, because people always want to find out about that. So let's talk about it. Netflix is delaying production on The Gray Man amid surging cases of coronavirus in California. The movie starring Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, and Ana de Armas. Oh, Ana de Armas was due to begin filming in mid-January, but that's been pushed back despite the fact that the sets are already under construction in the Long Beach area of Los Angeles. The action thriller follows the former CIA operative turned freelance assassin named Court Sentry, also known as Gray Man, who is, who is hunted across the globe by his former CIA cohort. So there you go. That movie has been delayed. That's I, you hate to hear anything's being delayed with Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, and definitely Ana de Armas. You don't want to hear anything delayed with that. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world of the news of the news. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um. So a few moments ago, let me matter of fact, let me kind of go back to this real quick. Let me go into something else real quick before I tell you what I was going to say. Good Scouts, a Boy Scout troop in Texas is helping residents in the nursing home get a little closer to their visitors with a hug booth. Yeah, I hear you heard me correctly. They have designed with a COVID-19 safety in mind. Hardest Clear Lake. Yeah, Hardest Clear Lake, an assisted living facility in Webster, can now allow residents and their loved ones limited physical contact by using the booth. 
<laughs> which has plexiglass window that allows guests to stick their hands through a large sanitized gloves for hugging. Although it is not the first invention of its kind, the the lifestyle director of the facility says that the Boy Scout Troop 848 built it exactly in that way that they envisioned. Physical contact with the loved ones is recognized as being important to the well-being of those in assisted care homes. If you're interested in seeing a video for it, you can go to abc13.com forward slash video, and there's a video readily available there. What I wouldn't have given for another, for one of these, whenever grandma came in for a squeeze when I was 12. That's a totally different story. I know how it feels since the pandemic started. The only hug that I've had is from the shower curtain. <laughs> and the kissing bull booth is still drawing, is still on the drawing board. Well, I had another version of that, but we might need to reach out to my friend Michael Starr about that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking real quick about what is going on inside of the world. Bro, you are bald. Thank you for your attention to detail. I love it. We're all been there before one moment of distraction or inattention. And the next thing you know... You're, start, you're staring at the crack of a smartphone screen, and not only can you give give you a headache, you're probably looking at a hefty repair bill, too. So there you're going on with that. But now researchers in South Korea say that it's about to become a thing of the past because they have cre- created a self-repairing electronic material that will seal cracks and damage as transparent as glass. But the strength of the resistance of scratches, even after being folded thousands of times. So think about that. Think about how exciting that is actually is going to be. Wow, you're really popping it. You're really popping in inside of the box there. I'm also going bald. Isn't that isn't that cool? Don't lie. Stop the cap. I don't wear hats unless I have to when it's cold. But I live in Florida, so it's not cold. And I don't go anywhere. Love you, mean it, bye. Yeah, I love you too. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's continue talking inside of the box on exactly what is going on inside of the world right there. So anyway, so if you could get rid of that, that would be quite fantastic for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Colorless polymoid. They're going to transmit the glass that can strength resist the scratches and being folded a thousand times. Colorless can also repair 95% of the screen damages in about 25 minutes. Why would I want to ban you? You just want attention. I understand. I have children. That's how children act. You just want me to pay attention to you. So now I've paused and paid attention. So there you go. I'm paying attention to you. Are you happy now? There you go. I'm paying attention. Now, what's going to make you upset is that I'm not popping you on the screen. So there you go. We'll continue to move on. And then what I'll do is I'll mute the beep. That way I don't have to hear it anymore. Anyways, let's continue going. Let's continue going inside of the world, of the world, of what is going on. So let's give you the most streamed Christmas songs of all time. We're going to give you the top 10 going from the very bottom all the way to the very top. Fairy Tale of New York is number 10. At number 9, Ben Crosby's White Christmas. At number 8, Frank Sinatra, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. So there you go. At number at number 7, Do They Know It's Christmas. At number six, Andy Williams, it's the most wonderful time of the year. At number five, Justin Bieber, Mistletoe. 
At number four, Michael Buble. It's the beginning to look a lot like Christmas. At number three, Ariana Grande, Santa, tell me. At number two, Wham, Last Christmas. And at number one, All I Want for Christmas is you. So you have to tell me. You have to really tell me that this could not be the case. It could not be the case that people really love that song that much. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking inside of the world of the news. And here you go. Y'all old weather words to get through the winter. When people start saying inside of the actual world of how bad some of this stuff is, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple real quick. When you start getting into cold weather, people start saying stuff like this. All I want for Christmas is not to hear her. Well, boy, I thought that was going to take a turn quick. So, <laughs> thanks, Jim. I appreciate that. Let's continue talking. So, cruel, a verb meaning shiver with cold or our crouch might be on fire. So, there you go. Ice legs. Ice legs is something referenced to sea legs at sea, the ability to walk through safely with ice without falling over. Snow bones, the leftover lines of snow that, that sides into the road and the rest has melted. Mobile, yeah, mobile, to wrap up your head in a hood. And then snow blossoms, an old world, an old word for single snowflake. There you go. A lot of interesting stuff inside of the world right there. Anyways, let's talk about Did You Know? Sweden Ice Hotel, which creates a different seasonal concept each year, has debuted its 12 new interactive art suites, and you don't have to go there and freeze your ass off just to be able to see them. The new suites are designed by different artists, and while each one's a little bit different, One of them come equipped with a QR code so guests can hear the audio guide that tells them about the project. Concepts include Icy Sauna, a suite with Maltese dogs, a playful toy box room, and more. The trip to Sweden isn't on the agenda for you between now and the spring meltdown. You can still explore the suite concept on Instagram using the hotel's specially made augmented reality AR experience. So there you go. If you're interested in doing so, you can knock your ass off by doing it. I think it can be some fun times. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about what is going on inside of the world. We have some unfortunate news to share right away. If you are a football fan, you might have heard this yesterday, but here is what is going on. Kevin Green has died. The former the former Steelers linebacker passed away on Monday, according to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. A cause of death was not shared. Green totaled 160 sacks in his career, the third highest total league history when he played for the Rams, Steelers, Panthers, and 49ers. After his playing days, he served outside as an outside linebacker coach for the Packers from, 20, from 2009 to 2013, and then for the Jets between 2017 and 2018. So there you go. That is a lot of stuff going on inside of there anyways. So our thoughts and prayers are with the Green family. And by the way, because I'm sure the guy's gone, there you go. I'm going to put you onto the screen just to be a punk. The song is overplayed. 
Overplayed shit. I agree with you, but yeah, I just wanted to wait because I knew you were going to disappear. Anyway, so let's continue talking real quick about what is going on inside of the news. Oh, by the way, that's problem with me four. Problem with me four, just in case. Anyways, you're still listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We're not going anywhere. We're going to continue. Um, Wilder Valderrama is going to be a dad. I don't know if you heard about this. The actor revealed that his fiance Amanda Pacheco, is pregnant with the couple's first child. The pair who announced their engagement in earlier this year have been together since 2019. So there you go. We already talked about Joe and Jill Biden in regard to getting the COVID vaccine. So we don't need to talk about anything going on in the swamp. So let's continue talking. Let's continue talking. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $330 million jackpot or $252.8 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for $321 million jackpot or $247.1 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of the world of the box. So let's talk about some birthdays, birthday, birthday, birthdays real quick that you can celebrate today if you're interested in kind of hanging out with those people. Megan Trainer turns 27 today. Jordan Sparks, 31. Ted Cruz, 50. And Diane Sawyer. Yeah, her, 75 today. 75. So there you go. Some things that happened back on this date. Let's go back to the date of 2020 no matter right let's go to 2010 let's go to 2020 the president president obama repeals don't ask don't tell policy the policy prohibited the homosexual or bisexual person in the military from disclosing their sexual orientation from speaking about their homosexual relationships including marriage the act was issued in december of 1993 under under president clinton so there you go there you go okay if you want to talk about let's talk about a little bit of sports for a hot minute Hot minute, hot minute, hot minute. If I can find it again, because now I have flown. I have flown through there. So talking about the world of sports <laughs> real quick. The Chicago Black Hawks are here to stay. The NHL team CEO, Danny Wirtz, recently spoke about the name and logo, stating that they have no plans to change it, even as other sports teams, such as the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins, have made the cha- their change. Words explained that they would continue with their name because it's an honor to Blackhawks, a Native American leader from Illinois, Sacks and Fox Nation. This is what they told them. The NFL's Kansas City Chiefs and Major League Baseball Atlanta Braves have also spoken out on the topic, saying that they have no plans to change their name either. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of there. I was going to say, Mr. Primus, Ted Cruz is 50. He looks 65. I thought he was like a close friend of yours. I know that you guys kind of, you know, are a little tight based on how much love you have over there. But at, based off of our conversation from yesterday afternoon, I'm pretty sure you don't have much to say. <laughs> uh, if not, I know who I can call if you do. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's continue talking about what is going on inside of the world because I always think that these things are important. So let's talk about some whack facts for Christmas because this is going to be important. So here we go. The tallest Christmas tree ever cut was 200. You ready for this? 200, 200, 200. And 21 foot Douglas fir that was displayed in 1950 at the Northgate Shopping Center in Seattle, Washington. In Slakovia, in Slakovia, it is a tradition to keep the Christmas carp, which is live in the family bathroom for a few days before they are eaten. By the way, just in case if you're trying to run off at the top of the hour, we're going long again today. 
because we have short edition this week, so we're going long one more time. Christmas caroling is based on the English custom of wazzling, which was the tradition to toast someone good's health and fortune, St. Francis of Assisi, converted into the modern form of caroling. Tiny Tim in Charles Dickens' classic A Christmas Carol was almost named Little Fred. Silver Bells was called Tinkle Bells until, co- until composer Jay Livingston's wife told him Tinkle had another meeting. Yeah. Let me sprinkle and tinkle. There you go. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about this. Be- Rated R things said both at Christmas and during sex. <laughs> Enjoy this one. Here we go. Are you going to wrap that? Let me pinch those cheeks. Larry, down the street, I got the same thing, and he was happy. It needs batteries. I don't think I can do this sober. Oh, my God, you came. You've been a naughty girl. This is the only time I've ever, I ever think about Mariah Carey. You want what? It's Christmas, and we are having sex. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I know, I know, I know. Take it easy. We're just having fun. Come on. Anyways, let's go. Let's continue going. Least popular calendars for 2021. Here we go. Taking it from the very top. Giving a calendar as a gift this year. Well, best, best stay away from these. Best stay away from these. Best grab those balls. I like that. I like whoever put that inside of the actual. It's whoever put that inside of the box says Facebook user, but that is a great analogy for things to add. We will add that to the list for next year. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about some calendars to to give away. Apple nerd of a day. Apple nerd a day desk calendar. A year of a fat accountant named Fred. Three hundred sixty five tips for the first class toenail maintenance. Senators unclosed. Keith Richards health tip a day calendar and 12 close-up views of Air Sherman's wards. So there you go. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's continue talking about some slices of crab that we are going to share right now on the Rated R Safety Show. A Georgia student has been sentenced to four months in prison in the Cayman Islands after breaking COVID protocol by visiting her Boyfriend, this is really sad news, but millions just like her are faced with the same problem living in Georgia. Leanne Rhymes, a.k.a. The Sun, has won the fourth season of The Masked Singer. She stole the trophy from the crocodile in the mushroom, then stole three husbands on her way out. A study claims that Facebook helped get people to vote this year. That may explain why the turnout is expected to be huge in this year's election for the president of Farmville. Doctors say using an iPad or a smart device before bed can cause sleeplessness. Unless you're using it to watch Jimmy Fallon, then it's sweet dreams, Brutus. 
Pornhub has suspended over 10 million videos in effort to eradicate illegal content. Well, I guess it's back to normal National Geographic for me. Anyway, so that's going to wrap up the world in the slices of BS going on right there. Let's continue talking about some other things going on inside of the world. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate if you're so inclined to do so. Today's national date. Oh, God. National date nut bread day. National date. Hold on. National date nut bread day. (laughs) Okay. Forefathers day and be a lover of silence day. I think that could have actually went into something that you can say during Christmas. I really do. I really do. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick before we let you go inside of the box real quick. A couple things before I get into this last segment. If you did not know, we have an event coming up next month. It's this thing right here. Hop 101 for Beginners, January the 20th, 2021. You can actually sign up to come and participate on our Hop 101 class. It will be available right now through the end of the year for 50% off of the average ticket price. You can go to safetyfm.io for more information. Would love to see you there to get you started down your hop journey where we can hang out, do some classes, and all that kind of fun stuff. It is a live event, so we will be doing it live. It's not pre-recorded, so don't worry about that portion. So we can hang out and do some things together, and that's going to be found at safetyfm.io. And so let's continue talking real quick. Let me kind of give you the end of the sequence of events here. If you need a phone starter for today, what one thing are you excited about this coming up in 2021? That's a good way to start off. If you need a random joke for the day, Christmas sweaters are the only acceptable as a cry for help. If you need something for the water cooler today, here you go. Only 7% of people say that they've actually done this during the holiday season. What is it? Roasted chestnuts on an open fire. That's what it is. Anyways, let's talk real quick about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. I know... This time of the year, it's normally kind of rough. This year has been crazy within itself. But if you are struggling of any kind of signs of depression or mental health issues or contemplating about suicide, you can call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available at 1-800-275-TALK. That is 1-800-275-TALK. And they are, that's not it. That is not 275. It's 273-TALK. It's 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK. They are available, available readily if you want to give them a phone call and have a conversation with them of what is going on. They're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week because they can talk to you about what exactly is going on. I always think that it is important to have these conversations and believe me, they will not actually share any of the information with anyone else. So please go over there and hang out with them. Have the conversation if you are struggling with any mental health issues at the moment. I think that it's very crucial, especially during this time. I know that we kind of joke and play around and do all kinds of fun stuff around here. Um, You and I hanging out together, but this is always important. We cannot do what we do without you. That is no joke. That is no sarcasm. That is just the reality of the sequence of events. We need to make sure that you're here to play your part because that's the most important part is you actually being here and being able to do all kinds of fun stuff as we do together. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick and getting you into the end of the sequences of events here. And here we go. If you needed something to think about for the rest of the day, here we go. Peace on earth will come to stay 
when we live Christmas every day. Definitely did not steal that from Dr. Seuss or go to Whoville. Anyways, thank you for hanging out with us. We're five minutes past the top of the hour. I always love hanging out with you. I know that sometimes some sarcasm, some some smart-assness, but all when it's all said and done, understand that our conversations is about the truth about what is going on inside of this world that we love so much of the world of safety and how we're here to try to help others. Regardless of what we do in the goofy format, non-goofy format, or however you want to take a look at it, at the end of the day, I just want you guys to be happy doing this very difficult job that you do day in and day out. And I shouldn't really call it a job. I should call it a career. I should call it an adventure. It is something that you have decided to do. And it's definitely, it's a calling. It's definitely a calling because there's not always a lot of love inside of these sequences. But man, it can become fun if you decide to make it become that. Don't get stressed out about the things that are going on every day. Make the day what you want it to be. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM, home of real safety talk. You've always been the best part of Safety FM, and that is the listener. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.